Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, I got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah! We back again. We back again. Back again. The captain, the ticket, 93.7. Nick is in the building. What's up? DP still in the building. Sir. <laughs> hey, let's Nick, let's just start this off right. Let's start off with the legend. Yep. Start it off right. Robinson won his first game 57 years ago. I guess after all these years, I don't know anything but winning. He's the winningest coach of all time. Not anybody in the coaching profession had ever thought that Alonzo Stagg and Warner's record would ever be challenged. He's a living legend, a member of the Hall of Fame. There's something about an athlete. If he knows you are for him, he'll do anything you want him to do. I really believe if you don't love him, I don't think he can coach. Lincoln, Nebraska, heartland of America, steeped in the tradition of winning football. Coach Tom Osborne, he loved his players, put in his time, led his team to a national championship. Like Eddie Robinson, he passed the baton. Today, a new chapter begins in Nebraska football. The Huskers take the first step towards back-to-back national championships without the legendary leader. It's no rebuilding year for the number four-ranked Huskers. They're out to demolish the competition. Wow. That gave me goosebumps. Right? And, and plus, watching like the old intros yeah. of like ESPN and, and ABC and stuff. That always does. Right? See, Nick, you, you're starting to look at things that you've never seen before. Yeah, that stuff I, I am. But I do go back and, like, watch 2006, 2007 games every now and then, watch highlights. And every time I do, I remember. Sh- shout out to Eddie Robertson. Did you know? Maybe we can make this a square. Let's, Let's do it. This a square. Let's make two, two winners here. Okay, two winners. Question. What game... Was the Eddie Robinson classic? <laughs> I'll be honest; I didn't know until I grabbed these clips. Uh, no, I it would it was not a team that I thought Nebraska would have a rivalry with. with. Well, it wasn't a rivalry, or not a rivalry, but a game like you know a memorial. Well, game here's or the deal: Louisiana Tech is right down the road from Grambling. Oh well, you just gave away the answer. You're not supposed to say that. That's my hint. <laughs> 
Hey, we could, we could, we could. I was gonna say that's not me, man. Anybody would you be like, supposed to say that. Anybody though. would be like, how why about, would you bring up how Louisiana? About, how about this? How about this? Is a, what are you talking what? about? You, what? They didn't know that that was the game. Give me. God, I messed that up. Give me one player who played for Eddie Robinson who won the Super Bowl MVP. Oh, that's too easy. Well, well, at least make him think. That's too easy, though. But is it? Yeah, that's way easy. What you know, if, I mean, you, you, the tie. What if, what if they're the what commanders? If, what if? What if? You know. I mean, it's too easy. I will about, say this. How about this? Who was the MVP of the? It's Louisiana Tech. Yeah. Who was the MVP of the Eddie Robinson Classic? Here's the thing. I think we should give it to James. And how many yards do you have? I, I think we should give it to James because he texted that in. He would have had to text that in before we said anything there. Okay, cool. So I think, James, you win one. So there's still one on the line. Where's James at? Yeah, James. Yeah, James is good. I looked down at the time. He's authentic. He's oh, yeah. good. Not Nebraska Tech. Uh, now, who who won the MVP and what did he do? Craziness happened in that game. You'll have to. You guys you, do you know? I do not. What I'm talking about? No, I do not. DP, say it again. So, in that game, in the Eddie Robinson Classic, there was where you know the governor gave him all this different. Anyway, there was a particular player in that game that uh, just went absolutely bananas. Yeah. James again. Oh, James, you can't win two. You can't win twice, yeah. though, James. So we ain't gonna say. But anything. James coming in today. James coming in with the with that work. Uh, Aaron, can you believe that? Do you see it, Aaron? You're right. Yeah. Four hundred and eight yards receiving. Edwards, you do you remember that name, Edwards? Did he go to Pittsburgh? Yes, as a receiver. first round draft pick. Yes. Yeah. 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 Louisiana Tech. Yeah. We got him drafted first round. Troy Edwards. All right, so Aaron and James. Aaron and James, thank you guys. Call in a little bit later. That's we'll figured out. Dang, I, I messed that up, Nick. You're right. That was my fault. But one thing that I, I probably shouldn't have said that. that yeah, but I should have just went along with it. But I was like, why would why would I why would he bring myself. why would he bring up Louisiana Tech, a, a team like Louisiana Tech? I know. I'm tongue tied myself. It's all good. But but okay. So but did you hear what Eddie Robinson said? Did you hear that? What yeah. he said about. Got to love players. your players. Say that again. You got to love your players. You got to love your players. He said, if you love the players and they and they know it, they'll just about do anything for you. I'm just I'm just dropping a couple jewels. Let's play that uh, Nebraska building blocks. Oh, this is the favorite. My one of my probably my favorite one that I grabbed here. Comes in riding an 18-game win streak. That is the exception rather than the rule. Why are they so good? For a lot of reasons. The number one thing is coaching consistency. They've always had the same scheme here at Nebraska. The second thing is they believe in the option offense. The third thing is that wonderful walk-on program. In fact, five walk-ons will start today. And also the development of the athletes through the weight program. It's probably the best in the United States. All of these things equal a great tradition at the University of Nebraska. Well, another great tradition is rushing the football and if Nebraska does that tonight they'll be behind big Josh Heskew 23 pancake blocks versus Cal a couple of weeks ago we'll step aside kickoff is straight ahead wow walk-on program that's the, that's the one thing that stuck out to me the most is that that was number three on his list five of them starting in that game consistent coaching consistency now, 
that's that's a big part. The whole scheme and everything. Huge. Belief in the option. So I took that as belief in whatever you're running, mm-hmm. whether that's the option, whether that's a conventional, whether that's a pro style, whatever it is, believe in it. Yeah. Right? And then the last one, which I think is the most important, is weight and performance development. I didn't say this. The commentator said this way back 20-something years ago. You wasn't even alive. But notice, notice how we get this. Qdoba guy, my guy, on the text line. We literally don't do any of those things in that clip anymore. I wonder if there's any correlation there. Dot, 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 dot. Here's the thing. Then we were talking, well, not we. They were talking about development. And here we are on February 10th of 2022 saying what's missing from this program over the last couple of years and it's lack of development. Well, I mean, it's coaching. There's no listen, well. Listen, it it's is. all it of them. Is. But it's coaching consistency. Yeah. It's belief in not just the option, but belief in your offense, I think, more. Because basically the option for us was our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. So whatever your bread and butter is, again, they have to find that now that we have Coach Whipple, yep. uh, you know, Coach Joseph and the other guys, Coach Riola. Uh, 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 Apple White, they have yeah. to figure out what our style is and then use it and believe in it. I was going to say, isn't that isn't part of that um, assessing the guys that you have and, and putting them in it, developing something, a system that works for them and it, their skill set? Absolutely. You win with I the guys that's, that's the in the room. Yeah. yeah. I don't care what's in the room. I don't care where it's at. That's what you win. You win with the guys that yeah. you have. So sometimes you have to structure – your offensive mentality around the team that you have. Yeah. You know, if you got a great running back and a great right guard, left, right tackle, you're probably going to run right a lot of the times if you're smart. Now, if you think that, you know, fat meat ain't greasy, then what you would do, <laughs> what you would do is you would, you would eat some of that fat, greasy meat, and then you try to run to the left. Well, and I think that's something that we've talked about is when it's working, why go away from it? Like, I always I always make the comparison to Iowa, even because number one, everybody hates Iowa. And, and number two, I mean, it, they're, they're a really good example. Or Wisconsin. Everybody knows they're going to run, but they don't, they don't care because they know it works. Yeah, well, that's the, that it's, was it's our that, mentality. It, exactly. But is it today? May, well, it might be this year with the new staff. Hopefully, it's getting. Listen, we're not Rome wasn't built overnight, so they say. Right, you right. know what I mean. So, it, as long as we see some changes, and as long as we see some some um, some upticks in the right direction, meaning mm-hmm. people aren't jumping off sides at practice, because I can tell you, if you're jumping off sides at practice, you're doing it in the game. So, if you can't stay on sides during practice, you're not going to be able to do it in the game. How often did you guys have officials and refs at practice? At least once a week. At least once a week. How, how big is that to have, to have actual officials and refs at, it, at practice? It, I mean, it's huge because they're throwing the flags that maybe the coaches don't see. Yeah. And, and here's the deal. Well, it coach takes Mc... something off of the coaches' plate at practice. Yeah, well, right, but Coach McBride said it best. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care about if I had to go with the ones because those are the guys that knew what they were doing. He said, I cared about – the other guys yeah. that didn't know. And I knew that after everything was all said and done, I would be able to get on the television box, see everything that's going on because the eye in the sky don't lie. Yeah. That's, that, it's really interesting. 
with the whole coaching consistency, though, you have to admit that part of that is the, the way that college football has changed. I mean, less patience, um, and, and plus Nebraska. I, I feel like it's it might be different in Nebraska, and maybe I'm maybe I'm completely off when you say when I say this, but when Nebraska hasn't been winning people become even less patient because they're more eager for it. So they're more willing to make changes quicker when they haven't been winning at the at the level that they desire and that they are used to well, for this, so many years. Yeah, this has been the longest time we've not won. Yeah. And I think that the fans have been rather calm and rather patient. Oh, interesting. Well, because it's been four games and, and we've had a losing season for the last four years. Okay, mm-hmm. so – I think we've been super patient, and I think now's the time. I mean, they put they put some new stuff together. Um, I think, again, what the, the late, great Eddie Robinson said was true. As a coach, if the players know you love them, they'll do anything for you. And you hear that thing, like all the play, all the guys that I have on, Yeah. when, when I ask them about Coach Osborne, what do they say? Oh, well, it, like, I mean, look, at the, look at the way like, you, you reacted to, to Coach McBride. Like it's like little things like that where how however many years later it's still that way. Yeah. And it's still the mutual feeling. Listen, love don't always feel good. Yeah. Right? Ooh. Love don't always feel good, man. Sometimes sometimes love hurts a little bit, but it, it defines it defines who we are. Sometimes you have to have tough love. Mm-hmm. You know, which Coach Osborne wasn't afraid of that. And there's a big part there's a big difference between tough love and and I can't think of a word right now, but degrading. Or, or you know, well, you gotta, I think there's a there's a difference on. You have to have that familiarity with the coach to know when it's tough love and when it's not. Listen, here's the deal. I, I and I I watched this and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I did that. So I I was one of the guys who carried the plays in, right? Mm-hmm. We would carry the plays in. So I'm obviously I carried the play in wrong. And when I came back, we end up having to call a timeout. I come back to the sideline. Coach Osborne went absolutely. Nuts on me, like what are you calling? Uh, and 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 at the time it hurt, but he told me what he needed to tell me. Right? Mm-hmm. Guess what I did? I went right back into the game and had a big game right after that. Yeah. So he stuck with me, but he didn't sugarcoat anything. He told me what he needed to tell me. That's Period. Wild. Did you ever mess up play? Yeah. What happened? I might have went the wrong way, or I might have stepped with the well, wrong I, foot. I meant what what happened after. Well. Depending on if they caught it or not. Okay. If they if they if they didn't catch it, um, then they would, you know, it would be caught during film session. So you would think you got away with it, and then on Monday, coach would already have watched it, and he would be rewind, rewind, like you being in front of everybody, and he'd be rewinding it. Where where are you going here? And this is in front of your peers, you know. So if he if you got caught at the time, you're going to get. They're going to let you know about it. Yeah. You went the wrong way on that play. Don't do that again. You know what I mean? It wasn't going to be a thing where if they if they knew that that happened, um, that they weren't going to say anything. If they knew something happened, believe me, you're going to get told about it, and you better not well, do they, it again. They nip it right away before before it can it can grow. Yeah, don't do it again. Yeah, coach, you can hear Coach Osborne tongue lashing me over. Like it was a it was a it was a TV broadcast and you could just hear him going yeah you know asking me what playoff I ran so four zero two four six four five six eight five let's go to the Honda Lincoln Hotline Chris has been patiently waiting Chris what's on your mind man hey guys great show well you know one of the reasons for those three things listed 
um, for the Huskers' success in the past was we ran an offense no one else ran. You know, our coaches, we had stability at coaching the coaching staff because these coaches coached a particular system and nobody else did. So, you know, I mean, that has its benefits there. You know, they can't just go to another school that does a, a, a pro-style offense or some other kind of offense. No, they coach at this particular school for this particular style, and then you're, you're, you're looking for athletes that aren't going to be on the national radar necessarily, um, that uh, aren't necessarily going to be highly recruited recruits uh, at all the time uh, because they're looking to, you know, we're, we're the only school that runs the system. So you know, they're not on the radar. Um, and, I mean, that's just uh, – and, and then you're going to get, you know, the, the walk-ons will be a product of that as well because, you you know, you're, you're going to get guys that, uh, uh, you know, in the small schools and all that kind of thing that uh, – uh, that play your system because if, if Nebraska plays that system, then the high schools are going to uh, cater towards that, and they will be playing that. And then you'll 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 get these six man, eight man guys um, that you know maybe need to put on some pounds or or need some uh, extra coaching that they couldn't get uh, in their small schools, and then they blossom uh, into uh, really productive players, maybe even starters. I mean, they five walk on starters then. And it was all because we ran a system no one else ran. We weren't competing at Little Nebraska with USC, Alabama, uh, Ohio State for recruits. Chris, Chris, do you we were think, a different system? Chris, this is Rashawn. Do you think the option will work now? I don't see why not. No, I, I'm, I, I, I'm I agree with you. You know, not to be an old school guy completely, but I. But Chris, you know, what is wrong with being an old school guy? Why have why have it been why has it turned to being wrong for being for loving what the old school did? I mean, I got uh, another. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's, that's a the million dollar question. It's not flashy, VJ. Forget flash. I know, but I'm saying it's not. flashy. We want to hit you in the mouth. Yeah. For for one quarter, we want to hit you again for two quarters. We're going to hit you again for three quarters. Guess what you're going to do? You're going to fold in the fourth quarter. You're going to take it. Period. Pre- appreciate the call, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Um, so what's what's interesting about that is you can kind of see in the first couple years uh, with Scott Frost and his staff, they actually decide they actually tried to do that to an extent. And let me before we get freaking out on the text line and stuff, let me kind of explain. They didn't go after highly rated recruits as often. Right? Obviously they make the offers, they throw, you know, throw a hook in the water and all that, and maybe one bites. But they didn't go after. They kept preaching in their first couple years, listen, it doesn't matter about the stars because once we get them here, we get them in the system that we want to run. We're, we're working on fit over highest rated, right? And everybody sat back and said, you know what? That's okay because that's what it used to be. And that's okay because we trust you to develop them. Now it's kind of shifted because we haven't seen that development, and it and very no, rarely guys, it hasn't worked. Guys, it's not that we we haven't seen a development, but guys are leaving before they can develop. You can't – listen, if I would have left after year two, I would have never played at Nebraska ever in yeah. life. It would have been over with because I wouldn't have developed into the guy. They wouldn't have saw me play on scout team, and they'd yeah. say, oh, Vershawn can block a little bit, even though he's shorter mm-hmm. and he's wearing 34, he can block some people. We might want to try him out 
because he's fifth or sixth on the depth chart at fullback, let's try him out at tight end. Yeah. It happened to work. And, you know, the rest is history. But I thought Nebraska back then did a, did a great job of if you if you listen to the guys that we've had on, a lot of those guys didn't start at the position that they finished at. Well, and and at that time, when they make the switch from positions, they're not happy about it. Mm-hmm. They're they're not. They, they, know, they don't want to switch positions. A lot. Some of it, like Prince. Prince did not want to switch from running back. No. And he made it very clear that he's like, listen, if I if I was if the transfer portal was there, then I probably went to, would have went to ASU. Like he made, he was honest about that. So, like, just because the conven- it's the convenience thing with college football now. Mm-hmm. And and I will say this with with the transfer portal and everything. And and four zero two four six four five six eight five. Feel free to to chime in here. We got a couple minutes left in the segment. But I will say this: P- players don't always leave. Number one, on their own accord. Number two, just because of on the field stuff. There, there's many times where it's off the field. Right. I mean, you got a point there. There is off and, the field but situations, but the majority of it's our situations fault. have been yes. on the field. They haven't right. been off the field. If, if 33 players left, there's 33 reasons why they left. And it wasn't 33 off the field reasons. It was 33. I don't feel like I'm a play here. It was 33. Uh, the coach is being too hard on me. It was 33. Uh, my 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 my. I'm too far away from home. It was 33. They're not treating me right. It yes. was never. You know, I I. You hear some stories, but the majority of the stories that we hear now is I'm gone. I'm taking my ball. Mm-hmm. I'm going home. Yeah. Forget everybody else. It's my ball. So I'm gonna take my ball and I'm gonna go home. We got to change that mentality. I don't care about the NIL. I don't care about the transfer portal. You're at Nebraska. You love it. You stay, and you don't. You don't. You don't walk away. How, how do you change that mentality, though, VJ? Because that's just how it is. And you, that's like you got to have somebody in the room that knows. You got to yes. have. You got to have people in the room that know that that can tell these players that they respect. Yep. That can tell the players, "Hey, listen." Here's why we stayed at Nebraska. We, you could have left. I get it. You would have mm-hmm. had to sit out. Yeah. But we could have left. And there were some guys who did left. I mean, I think Ben Roots left. We played him at Kansas. He was a starting quarterback. Yeah. So there are, there are people who leave, but that's far and few between. Mm-hmm. And you would have to build that this is family. And, again, Eddie Robinson said it. Not Rashawn Jackson. Love your players. Eddie said, love your players. So you can feel love, yeah. right? You know when mom and dad loves you because they get up and they do stuff for you that you didn't even ask for. And you look back when you get older like me, and I'll be like, dang, ma, appreciate you doing that I didn't me. realize it at the time. Well, yeah. see, and, and that's the thing is I'm not saying that there's a problem with the mentality today. I'm not Because I, I, I think there is, like you just said. I think it's tougher than we think, though, to change that mentality. Because think about it. You have to hit on, on multiple guys every year that, number one, fit your scheme, fit your team. And then have that mentality as well. Well, and so that that takes a lot in itself, right listen, there. Four years, okay. Let's take a young Nick. Yeah. Nick, you're you about to be twenty one. Let's say you just turned twenty one, right? All right. Yep. Nick at twenty one in a few days probably is going to be a little bit different than Nick at twenty four or twenty five. Oh, absolutely. That's the point. You have to be a different football player from 21 to 25 in those four years. And what we haven't seen was the development mm-hmm. of, of those of, players. Of weight and performance yeah. development. 
That's the key. So you get stronger, bigger, faster, and you get smarter, and you put that together, guess what you got? Pretty good football player. I just think now it's it's tougher than we think because, like Bryce just said on the text line, it's the mentality today. And I'm not saying that there's a pro- there's there's not well, a problem with listen, that. Listen, Bryce, listen, make sure you're doing your push-ups too, Bryce. Listen, because you owe now, you about 1,000 down. I, I got like so, 2,500 to you, make up. Yeah, you got 1,000 down. So, 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 so I don't know necessarily. I, I get it. I think the mentality – of the players is a little bit different, but I think it's the mentality of some of the coaches. Because, Ooh. well, if you look at Alabama, their mentality ain't that ain't that ain't changed. No. He, listen, we beat the brakes, the brakes off of Michigan State, and Nick Saban took our philosophy, our philosophy, what we did, how we practice, and he is beating people up. I mean, beating people up at Alabama. Well. How much? How that many comes, championships has he won? See, here's the thing: is I think some coaches may think winning changes the culture, but personally, for me, I think you have to change that first before you can start winning. It's the same thing like with Husker softball and baseball. What they just kind of talked about yesterday at the press conferences. Mm-hmm, softball mm-hmm. said this, and Courtney Wallace. This comes from a player. She said that we needed to change the culture and make sure that everything is tightened up and sewn up, sewn together in the fall, so that we can worry about winning games on the field in the spring. You can't get to spring in the start of the season and you're sitting there in your first game and go, oh, crap, we got a lot of problems that are off the field. you got to get those those things figured out before the season even begins. Yeah. And so I but think, you're going you're gonna to have some trip interruptions along the absolutely. way. Absolutely. you got to be able you, to adjust you, on the fly. But how much adversity have you fought through prior to the season? Because if you have, in practice – off the field, in whatever kind of situation you find yourself in before, then you know how to deal through that through that adversity mm-hmm. and how to work through it because you've been there before. So that way, when you find adversity in the fourth quarter against Purdue when you've thrown four interceptions, you say, bro, we've been here before. We know exactly how to, how to fight back. Well, we don't want to be fighting back from four interceptions. For, well, anymore. from Purdue either. Yeah. Right? We, we, listen, we, gotta, we have got to win the games we're supposed to win now. It's mentality. Bingo. It's 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 the Mercer mentality way. It's TyroneBird.com. Black shirt coverage if you need it. Arizona, Colorado, or Nebraska, if you need any types of insurance, hit up TyroneBird.com. Bird with the Y, not the I. I. I should say this as well. Make sure you're joining us Friday to Sunday at the Home and Garden Show at the Lancaster Event Center. We're te- teaming up with Colligan of Lincoln for our booth. Come say hi. And uh, some of the Husker athletes who stopped by as well will be there from 1 to 9 tomorrow, 10 to 8 on Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Admission is $8, admission is $8 but $1 off if you bring a non-perishable and not expired food product for Food Bank of Lincoln. And that all leads up to the Super Bowl party at Buffalo Wings and Rings on 68th and O. There will be a lot of raffles and all that good stuff for you guys as always, so make sure you stop out for Bengals Rams 68th and O at Buffalo Wings and Rings. Come say hey and hang out with us. Let's go. The captain, it's the ticket. Hey, we got Joe Walker, one of the best kickoff return, man. Watching his highlights. He's fast. What? He's fast. And and some of that stuff was his freshman year, too. So It was. Hey, wet blanket. Bryce, we're going to get to y'all's text messages on the next segment. Um, But but I want to read wet blankets because I think it's real quick. Players want to play first, win second. You build a mentality by playing – the players who exhibit the mentality you want as a coach. Then when you win, younger players will take the mentality on. Great job, wet blanket. 
It is not wet. We need to dry that blanket. But listen, <laughs> great job. And back in the day, we played the best players. It's the ticket, the captain. I'm with Nick, 93.7. Be right back. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.